Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is the Colorado Hunting Hub Podcast, where we cover hunting in the West, but mostly hunting in the destination state of Colorado. You'll find information that will help you plan, prepare, and motivate you for your hunt, but also keep you updated on happenings in the Western hunting world. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Oh man, it is that time. Uh, Headed out tonight. Elk season is here. Kind of hit me this week weekend as we were out doing a little scouting and checking trail cameras setting up a tent and it was like oh crap it's here (laughs) gotta finalize those little things and that's what sparked the idea for this episode called fine tuning and little mental preparedness is going on so uh first before we get going thanks to i hunt colorado facebook page check them out make sure you go like them and become a member. Um, still running our Onyx giveaway, so links in the show notes below. But a big thanks to the listeners. Appreciate all of you getting a lot more people reaching out and sending emails, texts, whatever, all kinds of things. So that's that's been cool. Uh, let's me know I'm I'm doing this for uh, a reason because it just costs me money. Uh, if you're a YouTube listener sorry (laughs) that's all jacked up uh just some weird copyright whatever issues in denmark so they're uh i don't even know what i'm gonna do with that but we'll have to make some changes to uh, intro exit organization of the podcast whatever it is but if you're listening on youtube or had been listening then uh maybe try and find another platform I don't know. I'll figure it out. Uh, just not right now during hunting season. So make sure you check out some some of the previous episodes. There's a lot of things here that 
that are really good for the the season. I know one area that I haven't touched on a lot is uh, some hunting techniques and some of those those little things there around actually getting into the field and what you do. So we'll be focusing on that another time, and I'll and I'll reach out to some folks to see if we can get some some experts because I'm not the expert, just the one organizing it and bringing in people to to chat about it. But let's get rolling with this. Uh, oh, first, make sure you click subscribe and give me a good rating. Contact me if you need uh, anything or want to have some input. Always appreciate that. So fine-tuning, not necessarily your bows, but uh, fine-tuning some of those things to give you a successful hunt. And this episode needs needed to hit maybe a little sooner. Um, normally would make this publish next week, Tuesday, but that means archery season's already here. Uh, those folks jumping out into archery season are probably already driving or there or uh, what have you. So little late on that, but if you're not hunting, hunting this, this first week, then uh, hopefully this gets in the hands it needs to. So there will not be an episode next week. So save it for then, maybe. Uh, I just um, maybe record something while we're in the field, but otherwise we're not gonna. I'm not posting nothing. I'm not scheduling anything out. So apologize for that if that messes up your schedule. But there's been a crazy amount of fine tuning that's been going on in the last week, and I feel like every time I'm home, I'm just messing with gear, messing with uh, some some of those things that just need to get wrapped up, trying to get lawn mode ahead of time trying to uh, today is all about getting work stuff taken care of and that's that's i think is the first piece of fine-tuning you need to do before you go on your hunt make sure home is good make sure work is good make sure your house and whatever else things is good so i know i'm leaving vehicles with oil changes good uh not too many issues mechanics wise so my my wife has vehicles that she can drive uh, I haul water to my house, so I just hauled the load this morning. Water, or the the tanks at the ha- house are all full, ready to roll, so she's got water. Um, lawns mowed, got to feed the chickens, got to do just some of those little things where it just sets it up so she's good. And yeah, take the garbage out, all those sorts of things, just to, just to feel good about leaving home and everything's good. Work. There's always a never-ending list of things that need to be done, but uh, just we're doing no reply email, or not no reply emails, but uh, uh, vacation emails and automatic reply saying you're out of the office, doing those sorts of things, trying to button up some things with uh, communication to certain folks and and those last-minute planning things, knowing what I have when I come back so that I'm not worried about it while I'm gone. I'm not trying to check my email when I get a sliver of service. I don't want to mess with that. and and I think I've communicated clearly that I will not be in the office. So that is a big one. If you're a workaholic, it's hard to get away and it's hard to to leave those things. So really want to button those things up. And then lastly, also just, just the things with your spouse, making sure you're good to go with, with him or her and figuring out when you're coming back, what the expectation is of, of that you are gone. Uh, nothing ruins a hunt more so than getting pulled out earlier or uh, something like that because lack of communication of when you're coming back and so on. So make sure 
things are good there. So that's a, the overall fine tuning piece that, that I've always thought and tried to tried to button up. And I heard that somewhere and, and it's just stuck with me. The next thing I'm noticing is, and I'm going on a backcountry hunt for a week, is just the mental preparedness that I'm going through. I'm trying to mentally prepare to be gone. I'm trying to mentally prepare for some suckage. The weather's going to be hot. Doesn't even look like I'm going to have any rain. So it's not even going to be that miserable. Other than a few miles, eating different kinds of foods. So it's not that big of a deal uh, as far it's not a rainy it's an Alaskan hunt it's not something that that uh, could be too miserable it's just there's a lot of mental preparedness in sucking it up and doing it and that's what I'm working through right now that I'm going to be getting up at 5 or 5 30 every morning it's not too terrible off of what I do every day but uh, I don't really hike 5 10 miles every day getting up at that time, making and sleeping on the ground, uh, figuring and just being uncomfortable for seven days, figuring those things out is in, in your head, I think is, is, uh, super important, super important. So I'm working on that right now. Uh, because it would just be so much easier to hunt from the truck go back and and have some cold beer in the cooler. Um, But I may not have the same experience. And a backcountry hunt, if you're thinking of one of those, it's a little different deal. Uh, Not everybody really wants to necessarily do one. And trying to figure out exactly how many miles can you really go back? How many days can you really go back? How many pounds can you put on your back? Is it doable to do that? And you hear things about 10, 15 miles back. That's a long ways. I I'm a pretty athletic, strong, strong minded legs of a moose kind of guy and can, can get, get places pretty well. But I would say to where we found elk on Sunday, it was about three miles in two and a half. And that was early. That was early finding elk. And then elk were out to uh, about six or so. Or they can be. I've seen them before. So a six-mile pack out is a long ways. And I'm nervous about it. I've got a plan to make it happen to make sure I can get the meat out. And I just have the stubbornness to bowl through it and do it. But there's there's a it's going to suck. <laughs> it's not going to be fun. And... I may, I'm going to be alone for the first three days, four days. And then I got a guy who's, who's got stronger legs and back than I do. And he'll be in, but two guys and one giant bull elk is a lot of work. One guy is, is even more work. So bigger groups, man, you might be lucky to be able to go in there and pull something out. But for just, just a solo hunter like myself, or maybe hunt with another guy, you got to really think about those backcountry hunts and what what uh, is actually doable, and if you can get something out, or if you can get stuff in. <laughs> Man, I, I sent a picture, put a picture on Instagram yesterday of the food prep. Oh my gosh, the food prep! And we'll get to that here in a minute. So moving on, get that mental preparedness figured out. Testing your gear. So 
I have gone on that scouting trip. I set my stuff up in the yard, trying to figure out some things, going through my gear and double checking what it is, where it is, what condition it is. Do I need this? Do I need that? Debating on all those things, figuring out where I can cut weight and kind of found a solid system. I feel like I'm getting pretty dialed, but I also have had some last minute changes. So I put that gear list and I'll, I'll attach it to this this episode again but my gear list was pretty comprehensive still missing a couple things so i got i wrote some more things down in there but it included a uh, gear list whether it's a necessity or not how i organize it maybe a cheaper option and then is it hunt specific so so is it a rifle or, or archery like hunt so figure uh, get, get a hold of that list. And it, uh, it's been really helpful for me not to think, Oh, do I have everything? Do I have everything? No, I looked at this list like four times. I know I got it. So some of the, the, I'm not gonna go through the list cause I created that episode already, but some of the things that I did not have on here and some things that I've made adjustments to are first, the arrows in my quiver. I've got on here that uh, I'm going to put three rage and a couple G5s. Yes, I do shoot mechanical and fixed. They shoot the same for me. Uh, I'm, I don't even know what I'm going to do when I have a have an elk out there. I haven't decided. Um, so we'll see. I may be an idiot for shooting an elk with, with rage tripans, but people do it all the time. And I don't want to get into that debate of mechanical versus fixed. I shoot both and I like both. I've had bad experiences with uh, my fixed and haven't had a bad experience yet with my mechanical just because they're so new. So I don't know what to expect. And I just love the holes those mechanicals put in things from what I've seen. So one thing I added for this trip was a bow slicker, just a little, uh, bow cover rack thing so that keep any rain off the string but also it'll be a nice way to carry my bow in uh the other thing i don't didn't have on the list was hygiene products kind of need a toothbrush and some toothpaste uh but also in there gonna throw in a little bit of the deodorant stuff from this uh, whatever companies do that the the hunting stuff that helps eliminate scent and uh, if you are a non-resident or if you don't have your uh, license verified, your hunter safety card, that better bit get thrown in there because otherwise you won't hunt. One little comfort thing we added were chairs. Big Agnes threw us a couple of camp chairs that weigh a pound a piece, fold up real small. A week just sitting on the ground or rocks, it gets a little uncomfortable. So uh, that's just going to be one of our comfort things. That'll be kind of nice to have. Also on this list, my Onyx, uh, making sure that we're good to go with my electronics, picked up a solar powered power bank. Excited about that. I was going to be picking up multiple little power banks and using those to charge my phone, but now I got that little solar one, so I'm not even worried about it. I can continue to use my phone all day long uh, with Onyx because I don't like using it all the time. 
because it just drains the battery slowly, even on airplane mode. So that'll be super handy. And then I don't have to worry about the in-reach dying and all those things over that amount of time. Sunglasses for a week and early season archery with weather up to the 90s. Uh, I'm going to throw in some sunglasses. That was an addition. I wasn't going to be carrying my handgun, but it's a comfort thing. And I'm going to now. That's just one thing that was a last minute add. Also, pack cover. I decided I'm going to need that. Throw my pack outside so it's not cramming everything into my little little shelter. just won't work. Also going to throw in a little dirty water bottle. So just a little small bottle that, that I can use to scoop up water. We purified some water this last weekend and just troubleshooting that process. We needed to figure out a way to... Uh, uh, hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. To get water a little bit better than with the, the filter itself. So, and then throw in an extra release. I think I actually wrote that on this list like three times, but it's all good. Uh, I know I've got like stocking socks on here. This would mostly be like for an archery deer hunt. I'm not bringing those. Uh, elk are loud. I have no problem traipsing through the woods and letting them know I'm there. The next thing, if you're out of shape, Throw in some of that boost oxygen. That stuff was awesome at high elevation last year in that goat hunt. I would strongly recommend that. Uh, some clothes. I don't really know what's going to happen with that. I have just one pair of pants and maybe a couple upper body options. A couple, uh, uh, two pairs of socks, liners. We'll see if that's enough. And uh, a couple pairs of underwear. So we'll, we'll see what that's like. And then... I am throwing extra stuff all in the truck. So if I do make it back to the truck, I've got more food. I've got more clothes. I've got more everything just in case I need it. Gators are going to be a must. Uh, moving on to my emergency kit. Proud of what I got there. That little kit's nice. Just the bare minimum, but it's also pretty uh, comprehensive and with covering everything we got in there is batteries and uh band-aids and and everything i would need someone got hurt little athletic tape uh my blister care my wife has this like second skin stuff little blue gel patches things a little kt tape kt tape sticks really really well and i like it even better than duct tape so i don't really get blisters but i don't want that to be an issue then the kill kit i'm just going down my list if you're following along uh in colorado here uh since we can buy over the counter tags uh, last week, he was like, I better go buy a tag. So uh, that's pretty sweet that I can go buy a tag for 55 bucks. Pretty nice. Don't forget your driver's license needs to go in your kill kit as well. That's supposed to be on you. A pen, zip ties. Got to make sure my knife was good. A little flagging. I know I've got a bag of pepper on here in my list. I'm not bringing that in because that was kind of heavy. 
and uh, that was just one thing that I I removed. Uh, old flathead screwdriver that we learned from uh, Michael on one of the previous episodes of ta- the taxidermy episode. I debated that over and over again. Threw it in. We'll see uh, what one uh, I'm needing or not needing. Next is the shelter and evening system. Large sent away wipes. Uh, so those big wipes, pretty nice to, uh, just take a little, uh, back country shower <laughs> just to wipe down. And, uh, that, uh, that's pretty necessary because you can get pretty ripe after being in the woods for that long. Got another trick for dealing with that odor um, or trying to reduce the odor, but mm, I'm not going to share it on here. That gets a little personal. So there's a, there's ways of controlling that odor and whatnot. So uh, you really want to know, email me, I'll tell you. So uh, also picked up some other stuff sacks. I just need one more dry bag for some food. Uh, Let's see. All right. My big Agnes stuff. So on our little scouting trip, slept at night, noticed the nylon on nylon of the footprint to the, my pad was noisy to the point where it woke, woke me up. So sent a quick email to Big Agnes. He said, well, just throw some clothes underneath it in between. Well, duh. Why didn't I think of that? Just throw clothes in between the layers and that totally reduced the noise. That's what I'm going to do. They're also going to, uh, I'm going to get a different pad, uh, one that's a little different material. So there's things, options there for it. And I don't want to go without that footprint. So I'm not, I don't want to get a hole in my, in my sleeping pad. That'd be a bad deal. Uh, sleeping bag liner that they had that I got that Merino wool one. It was just too hot the other night. I didn't get to really test it out, but otherwise tested out just the rain fly and the footprint with big Agnes. And that was a good deal. Uh, I'm going to try bringing in just the, the, O-N-Y-X on X uh, tarp, the carbon tarp. So we're going to try that for this next week. All right. uh, Next is vehicle. I'm making sure I got my four-wheeler all set with all kinds of extra tools and uh, different things in there. Bringing a chainsaw. There's all kinds of blowdown all over the place. So I'm going to put a chainsaw in, extra clothes in the truck, all of that sort of thing. Food and water. All right, this was a pain, uh, but I feel pretty dialed in with all of that. So with my food, before I get to the actual food, I got a metal cup, my one Nalgene for mixing some wilderness athlete, and then my water purification stuff. I needed to bring another filter. We found, uh, because we're in pretty good drought, we filled our filter with silt. So and it came, went down to a trickle. So that that was actually pretty important. I got them all cleaned out yesterday. Uh, grabbed one more little Sawyer. And I got my Katadin gravity filter. So I've got more than enough there. And we may have up to three guys at a time. So I need to make sure I can filter water. Without that, we're done for. So uh, left a couple of things in there. Jet boil, purification bag, the... Uh, my cup and spoon and all that so all right so this food 
my list is not complete on my on this list that I created for you guys. Uh, I'll update it when I get back. But I individually package in each bag a one-gallon bag. That's one day. Uh, so day one, I can have a bagel with the egg, egg, cheese, and ham on it. Every morning, I'm going to have a little package of instant coffee, and then I individually package my pills for the day. I don't take any medications, but I, t- I put in there two Aleve and one glucosamine and also can put whatever else you need for the day. If you take something, that way it's in my food. I'm going to take it. I'm not digging in another little packet, pocket somewhere. It's going to be nice and convenient. Uh, then for lunch, some wilderness athlete, cheese cracker, salami. You can get away with that sort of stuff. Semi-refrigerated things. Uh, man, I cannot go into the woods without wilderness athlete anymore. I know they're uh, helping us out a little bit with the podcast, and you can still get a little discount, I believe, with the coupon code Hunting Hub. But God, they ruined me. I will not go into the woods now without energy and focus and hydrate and recover. So thanks for that, guys. Uh, but it's it's good, good stuff. You got to have it. And then in, uh, day one with a, I either have Mountain House, a Peak, Refuel, or some Alpine, something or other. I'm not too picky on dehydrated food. So I got a mix. I got a dehydrated mo- meal every evening. Then the next day, we're starting the day again with coffee and pills, but a peanut butter, bacon, honey tortilla. Found the individually packaged thing, so that's not creating a honey mess in my in some kind of little Ziploc bag. I did uh, take individual tortillas and I vacuum sealed them, or I put. Uh, I mean, I threw in some random like little bags of Skittles throughout, give me a little treat, and those put in little snack bags. I spread it all out. So one day is in each, in each one gallon bag. And I probably am a little heavy on that. I always seem to eat a lot while I'm hunting, uh, but I got anywhere from just under two pounds to just over two pounds a day. So I may be heavy. I don't know, but I tried to lighten it up as much as I can, but also be comfortable and, and not miserable. So two pounds a day, I'll be a little heavy going in next day. Got a little alpine dehydrated meal breakfast. That'd be good. Lunch, a little ramen and peanut butter tortilla. Uh, Next day is, again, another peanut butter, bacon, honey tortilla. And then for lunch, some bars, nuts, and fruit. I dehydrated some fruit last night. Packaged up some nuts. Got some random bars, uh, protein bars, and some different, all kinds of different things. Uh, Then we have, for the next morning, day five, another dehydrated breakfast skillet of some sort, and then lunch, bumblebee tuna, little uh, can of tuna with some crackers are awesome. And I packed those bumblebee tuna crackers, but if I had any crackers at all, I did wheat thins because they're a little tougher, a little more fat. Next day was another alpine breakfast, dehydrated meal, and then a chicken bumblebee tuna, like whatever, not tuna, but same kind of thing, but it was chicken, chicken salad. Uh, day seven, some oatmeal, nuts, and fruit. When lunch, some more bars and nuts. And then day eight, the last day, pack out day. So a little Nature Valley peanut butter biscuit thing. Peanut butter, yeah, it's a little breakfast thing. Uh, and then some more bars and nuts, fruit for lunch. And then throughout, I grabbed some little 
those energy cliff has the little energy gummy squares uh the honey waffle things that i found the by stinger stinger has a bunch of these little honey waffle things that i threw in there that look pretty sweet and then they also have some little energy chews there's a bunch of different kinds of uh trail mix nuts uh, little fruit bar things are good doing some gummy worms and a bunch of different kinds of bars so i feel good I'm going to throw some more food in my truck. So I've, I think I'm good. We'll see. I could be just way overpacked. I don't know. I'll find out. So that uh, that's my food list. Got that all packed up. And there's a lot of hours put into that. Trying to think of high calorie, high fat, high protein. Uh, trying to make sure I'm getting some level of fruits and vegetables in there throughout. Because uh, you can get pretty deficient in some of that. Oh my gosh, one thing I don't even have. I don't have vitamins in. I just should have been throwing vitamins in my pill packs. That's another thing right there. Stand by as I write that down. And I figure it's just my gear list. It's going to be my list for the rest of my life. Just slowly working on it and developing it. And it's not perfect, but it's got a lot of... It's got a really good uh, start from many years of previously doing this sort of thing. So... All right. If you don't have your tag yet, there's still some really awesome tags hitting the leftover list. So just pay attention to that. And the last thing uh, is uh, kind of ch- chatting with you about what I had for trail camera pictures. It is good. Um, we went out and scouted and found, uh, got in, saw a bachelor herd of, of bulls all just barely legal bulls took a couple little five points uh pretty standard for i guess early season not having any uh big boys are probably off by themselves maybe or in a bigger different or smaller group of bachelor herd but that's what we found so uh had mountain lion on camera had a couple of bears the cow elk destroyed my cameras more so than any bear bears didn't touch it it was a cow elk Went and jacked up everything. Uh, pulled some, even one doesn't latch super well, so it opened it up, pulled some batteries out, chewed on a lithium battery, uh, had uh, twisted around the tree, knocked it down. That, that, that Did that to three cameras, so that wasn't cool. Um, the, uh, it's interesting to see the further in near August we got, the more elk we had around. So, and hopefully, and there was a decent amount of water where I was at. So hopefully that didn't cause any issues with, uh, uh, antler growth too terrible much. I had some good bucks, a really nice buck flipping to him right now. Had just crowns in his back, super narrow. One, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, five points, not including his eye guards. So that's pretty neat. And just a lot of, this is a good bear. Uh, a lot of spikes, lots of cows. Lots of four points. Lots and lots of four points. One cool little five point with big old whale tails on him. He's not a big elk, just he will be. He'll be cool looking elk. 
a uh, couple bulls sparring. Love seeing the calves and pictures of the calves as they're uh, uh, playing, jumping all over the place. You can tell it's kind of like a nursery in some of those spots. Had some found an idea of where these elk were moving. They were leaving a, a draw, and I was catching them on their way out. The other cool thing is getting a good picture of uh, another guy, a guy on horseback, making his way through, and lets me know, okay, there's another guy in here. He's he's uh, there will be someone else in there. Just don't know. I th- I'm gonna guess uh, muzzleloader season, hopefully. But anyway, uh, hope you uh, all checked your cameras. Got some cool things. Uh, I know if you're visiting from out of state, scouting for seven weeks with cameras out isn't always the easiest thing to do. And uh, I tried to get in there without spooking too much. But I think uh, I think we'll be all right. So now it's just a little more fine-tuning and deciding where do I put my camp. <laughs> Where do I start and and figuring out some of my little game plan for opening day tomorrow morning? It's going to be a long night tonight. Can't leave until about eight o'clock, two and a half hour drive, 20 minute four wheeler ride, hour and a half, two hour hike. So see if I can do that before 1 a.m. We'll see. So we'll check in with how things went after i get back again thanks to all you listeners for listening and thanks for uh everything appreciate it and hope you have a great season be safe to the land but it ain't my ground this is god's country